Hey, everybody. It's Josh. I'm joined by Kyle. Hey, everybody. Oh, where's your excitement, man? Where's your excitement? I, I don't know. You caught me off, off guard. I don't <laughs> how know did I, How did I, I catch you off guard? I don't know. I know I was expecting to be introduced, but I, I don't know. Just carry on. Maybe we okay. can just cut this out and start over. No, we're keeping it. We're going to do things low energy now. Oh, oh whatever. Low energy. This will put, you know, people, oh. this will increase the listenership. <laughs> okay, let's try this again. Hey, everybody. I'm Josh. I'm joined by Kyle. It's episode two of the Two Mother Canuckers podcast. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're kicking off this week's episode. Uh, with a big thank you to the many, many, many listeners that we had uh, accumulated last week. So thanks to those that, uh, that have listened. We appreciate it. And uh, how's it going, Kyle? Uh, you know what? It's going good. It's a little busy right now. Uh, you know, school and uh, school starting to get a little crazy. We've only got about a month left in the semester. So, you know, uh, feels like uh, I haven't I haven't had a day to not work in uh, in a while but I think I'll get a couple weeks off after the semester so I didn't know they had semesters in kindergarten you learn something new every day (laughs) I kid I kid I joke oh man ah what a day it has been what a week it's been I mean you know it uh little bit of excitement i'm just kidding i have nothing to talk about in terms of the last week uh. <laughs> yeah for me i was just filled with uh, uh assignments i interviewed an olympic hopeful earlier this week a triathlete he's been spending his time in uh, hawaii training for training for tokyo um i guess with triathlon you need to uh train in similar climates to what you're gonna be uh, competing in and uh, I guess Hawaii is the uh, the climate that they chose and so uh, the athletes in Hawaii has been there since both January and the coach who I'm going to be interviewing this week as well he's in Australia and has been since last year so uh, that was the most exciting part of my week well, that sounds pretty exciting, though. Canadian athletes, I'm guessing, Canadian coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our uh, our teachers um, set them up, and we contact them ourselves. Uh, this program has been a little different. Uh, my undergrad, they let us just have free reign to contact pretty much whoever. Um, if we had to go through a contact person, then we would, but that would be something that we would encounter on our own. The teachers in this program have done it a little differently. They're they're setting up they're setting us up with with people with like a middle person. So we we contact them and then they contact the athlete and then they say, okay, well, I'm then then the athlete will contact you. And it's been a bit of a different process because I'm just used to finding someone's contact info and just firing off an email or you know. Um, a phone call so that part it's been a bit of an adjustment to uh sounds like a classic i'll have my people call your people situation <laughs> except you don't have people <laughs> oh i don't have people i no. am my own person someday you'll have people maybe i am my people 
Maybe. Maybe I'll have people if I make enough money in this racket. Man's bridge money, right? <laughs> Man's bridge money. Yeah. <laughs> Sit there with my old gray beard and bald head. All look just like him. Except no beard. Because we both know I can't grow one. Yeah, I'm looking at something on your face. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> But uh, again, you I think just, we're not on video. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I just honestly thought it was a little bit of dirt again. But <laughs> uh, anyway, oh. you know, uh, one thing that uh, we talked about last week towards the end of the episode was some of the, um, I don't know, adventures. I guess you could call them some of the experiences we shared as roommates uh way to you know make uh, a mess of all the audio there remember this is this is audio based so every time you squeeze your water bottle <laughs> hey man i can't control what what kind of sounds it makes yeah you can actually by not doing it <laughs> i'm thirsty well then use a cup see listen listen that's what my teacher tells me to do is that what well, you i'm not do? in class is that what well, you're going to do when you're in the studio? You're just going to grab whatever you can and be like, well, come on, there, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I'm here today and we're going to learn about this because, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, you proved your point. Good, good, good. There's a reason they make, you know, Radio Studio soundproof. Not that we're in a studio, but. <laughs> I'm definitely not in a studio. Anyway. Uh, yeah, last week we talked a little bit about, uh, or we maybe teased some of the uh, experiences that we shared when we were roommates. And uh, this past week, uh, a Facebook memory popped up that uh, is probably one of my favorite memories. And it involves a giant sock monkey costume. <laughs> and uh, it was something that uh, at the time my employer had purchased uh, to use as a mascot and uh, I uh, had to pick it up and so it happened to be in my car that night and I thought oh it would be funny to put this costume on and just hang out on the couch and wait for you to come home uh, from work so I timed everything right and put this costume on and then I hung out on the couch uh, waiting for you to come in. And I have to say that uh, from what I could see through the giant monkey head, uh, your reaction was hilarious. And I think it maybe frightened you a little bit. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, that would be accurate. I, I don't uh, I don't think anybody's ever uh, scared me quite like that. That was a bit of a unique experience. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't really know exactly what to say because <laughs> still like however many years later 10 years ten, later now ten. this is the 10th anniversary right it was the 10th anniversary yeah. yeah it was it was quite the sight to see you to come home and see this giant sock monkey sitting on my couch and uh definitely scared me <laughs> i maybe shouldn't be swearing oh we, well you already made a bunch of sound we, before so. we can beep that out right I don't know. Can we'll we? try. We'll try. Okay. Hopefully. If yeah. not, we should timestamp this. When are we doing? I don't even know. Anyway, we'll figure that out. 
Uh, but yeah, it was a giant sock monkey costume. You came home. This giant sock monkey was sitting on your couch and it scared you. I laughed. You laughed once you cleaned up the mess that you had made by soiling yourself. And we look back on it fondly every year with the Facebook memory that uh, that pops up. Yeah, definitely one of my uh, most, I guess, um, you'd probably call it a favorite memory. You're listening to the 2MC podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that uh, has been, um, I guess, top of mind for many of us, maybe uh, over the last year and a little bit now. Uh, Of course, this past uh, week marked the one-year anniversary of COVID in our world, at least, as it relates to where we live. Um, And one of the things that we wanted to talk about uh, was uh, what event or events are you looking forward to, Kyle, uh, for uh, being able to attend once the pandemic kind of ends or once we get vaccinated? Thinking specifically this week, actually, because uh, WWE, of course, I'm a fan. The listeners may not know that yet, but um, they will eventually. Uh, they uh, put WrestleMania tickets on sale this week, which is really? WWE. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, WWE's first uh, event with fans since uh, March of last year. Um, Raymond James Stadium, Tampa, Florida. They are Mm -hmm. filling it to a capacity of 25,000 people, uh, socially distanced, uh, which I believe is around the same amount of people that attended the Super Bowl. Um, Maybe it was 20,000 people for the Super Bowl. I don't remember for sure. I can't remember for sure. Uh, but yeah, so that got me thinking, like, I'm looking forward to the possibility of attending a live wrestling event again once the pandemic is over. That was actually uh, the event that I had tickets for before the pandemic. I was supposed to take my son to see WWE live for the first time last April. That didn't happen. The event was canceled. Hopefully we get that opportunity here in the not too distant future. But what about you? What are you looking forward to attending again? Uh <laughs> everything i think i'm just uh uh i think i've kind of taken for granted live events that they just kind of always be there um and when i had time for them i would go um and now that they're not even an option it just feels like i need to go to every single live show that i can get my hands that i can get tickets to um, but I think what I'm looking forward to the most is probably, I know it sounds cliche and, or at least for me, maybe, but going back to the ballpark, um, you know, I, I've only been to a handful of Blue Jays games since I moved out here. Uh, I didn't get to as many as I was expecting to. Um, but I've been to a couple by myself. I've been to a couple with other people. And um, there's just, for me, there's, uh, there's nothing like it and I miss it. And it just, it feels like, like I said, I didn't take advantage of live events when I moved out here. Um, and I feel like I just kind of need to make up for it. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm looking forward to going back to, uh, watch baseball. Um, I'm also looking forward to watching football. 
again. Um, I, I actually posted on my uh, Twitter uh, yesterday uh, a picture of New Mosaic Stadium from the only game that I've been to. Um, and just saying how much, like, I, I miss being there and miss, miss the atmosphere, miss, miss the camaraderie. And, um, yeah, so, like, baseball, football, I'm probably going to go to a kind of live, uh, uh, um, see, let me just continue to swear. Yeah, we're not supposed to do that. (laughs) I'm going to. Try my best to wash my mouth from here on out. But I'm um, also going to try and get to a lot of live music shows, um, a lot of outdoor festivals, uh, as many as I can, and just enjoy what we haven't been able to experience in the last year. Um, like for me, the last event that I went to. Um, was a Leafs Canucks game uh, last February. I was interning at the Hockey News and uh, got the opportunity to go and watch a game. Uh, got to sit in the press box and uh, hang out in the locker room afterwards, be part of the post-game scrum. And um, I'd never been to a regular season NHL game. It was my first one being from out west we didn't really I didn't really get to a whole lot and I I didn't watch hockey a lot as a kid so um you know that really wasn't an option we watched the odd Saskatoon Blades hockey game but uh nothing nothing to the caliber of what I I watched last year and uh I think that's another thing that uh I'm gonna look forward to is um being able to attend events as a member of the media because I was able to do that a little bit in my undergrad and um, yeah Uh, what about you? Well certainly getting back to Mosaic Stadium will be fun I mean that's always a blast it's um, there is something about the atmosphere like you said at a live sporting event um, not that I've been to a whole ton of different types of stadiums or, you know, uh, arenas even, um, but a rush game certainly has a Saskatchewan rush lacrosse here. Mm-hmm. They have yep. an atmos- awesome atmosphere. Uh, the riders at mosaic is certainly something to experience if you haven't had the chance. Um, like I said, wrestling, um, you know, hearing uh, the, uh, superstar theme songs live is always a rush. Uh, we've been to a couple of wrestling events together, you and I. Um, but I think even like you had mentioned live music and, uh, you know, the last, or at least one of the last concerts that I remember attending was Garth Brooks here in Saskatoon, which is going back a few years now, even certainly before the pandemic. Um, but my goodness, that in itself was an experience. And I remember, of course, he was doing multiple shows here. And I remember leaving the show and I went to the early show. And I remember thinking to myself, like, if I see a scalper out there selling tickets, I will buy them and go mm-hmm. in again because the energy in that building during that event was just uh, electric, I guess. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was uh, it was a blast to 
be in that environment with people. And again, I guess going back to writer games, even like, you know, you and I have been to, I don't even know how many of those, uh, those games now, but the friendships that you make with the people around you in the stands and strangers. Yeah. You are yeah. in a building with 30,000 plus strangers uh, and the people in your immediate vicinity become your best friends. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's something that, uh, that I've been missing. And now I'm, you know, now that we're talking about it, it's certainly clear how much fun uh, we're missing out on. And, um, and it'll be nice to actually get um, into those buildings again when we can safely do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe it'll happen this year. Maybe it won't happen until next year. I uh, certainly hope it doesn't take any longer than that, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I just want to go to as many as I can. Like I said, you know, um, as many ball games as I can afford. Tar and I actually had tickets to um, an opening opening weekend um, ball game for the Blue Jays last year. It was bobblehead day. Going to be lots of people uh, playing the Yankees. Um. It was going to be it, it, it was going to be an exciting time, and um, unfortunately, uh, we've all had that rug pulled out from under us. But I feel like I just want to, like I said, take it ad- advantage, and um, I realize that I, I haven't, I haven't done that, and I feel like uh, that's one thing that I want to do post post pandemic is go to as many live events as I can, whether it's a ball game or a football game. Uh, like I, I, I live in a CFL city now, so I, I don't need the riders to come to town to go watch football. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been to a soccer game here. Um, they have a semi-pro soccer team here that, um, that, um, shares Tim Hortons field. It's like, I feel like I just want to go to all those and, uh, I'll probably end up broke, but I feel like it'll be worth it. I want the experience actually you know what speaking of live events something that of course we have done many many times uh, is karaoke and while that certainly isn't uh, you know a grand spectacle sporting event or anything of that nature um, are you are you sure well you know we are pretty darn good Uh, anybody that's been there knows that uh, we aren't that good, but damn it, we have fun. We have so much fun with karaoke. We put heart into it, man. Exactly. I mean, there have been times where we've been the life of the party, so to speak, uh, especially on New Year's. You have there. been the life of the party. That's true. I am pretty great, uh, especially TJ. But anyway, um, you know, getting back into karaoke will be fun, but. I want the experience of uh, there's that video that uh, has been going around on the internet for a couple of years now of the guy sitting in the park singing living on a prayer uh, Mm -hmm. by Bon Jovi and he starts singing and you know, next thing you know, the whole park is joining in with him Mm -hmm. and uh, how cool would that be? I mean, it would be awesome to be able to be, uh, in a group of people and not worry about catching a virus that's going to do harm or that may do harm to you, right? Um, and that uh, that's something that I 
we'll look forward to. So I'm going to start practicing my Bon Jovi and living on a prayer in hopes that uh, sometime soon we'll be able to try and recreate that video. <laughs> I feel like that needs to be one of the first things we do after after everything. But uh, yeah, I know I um, telling you telling that story made me think of, and it maybe not in any way um, connected, but um, it's a couple summers ago um, in the, the park that's that, that we used to live right next to, uh, they have this festival called Festival of Friends, I think. And um, uh, there we attended a live show by a group called High Valley. Uh, I don't know if you, yeah. Um, Tell America. And um, it was a beautiful um, summer evening. Blue, it was like it's it, like the skies were clear. Um, and it was great. It was one wonderful music. Um, and they had live, I mean, they had live music pretty much the whole day. Um, and uh, that's another thing that I'll look forward to is being able to go to things like that and you know things like like that or maybe the x too not that we've gone to the x a lot in recent years but that's beside the point someday we'll get back to that exhibition but something well you talk about outdoor concerts one of my favorite concerts that i attended was uh, it was a Saskatoon Symphony Orchestra show actually, just south of the city here on Whitecap Sports Grounds. There was a fundraiser called Evening Under the Stars, I think, and they brought in a group called Jeans and Classics. And so you had the SSO performing with this rock group and they did the music of Queen. And uh, it was awesome to Again, sit there under the stars, enjoying this show. Live music is awesome, but there's something special about live music outside uh, that makes it even better. And yeah. Um, yeah, maybe that shows that, you know, when things get back to whatever normal is going to look like post-pandemic, um, maybe I need to get out to the Jazz Festival more and Taste of Saskatchewan where they have live music outdoors. And there's talk about building an outdoor festival site here in the city that maybe will bring more outdoor concerts. So um, yeah, there's so many things to look forward to. I feel like it'll bring out uh, um, a side of us where like we wanna just experience more. We just wanna experience more. And um, you know maybe things that we didn't think about doing before, or maybe didn't get to doing before. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it happens sooner rather than later. Um, I feel like we could all we could all we could we could all use it. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it's one of the things I miss the most is going to events like that and um i don't i i feel like i just i won't i won't stop going to these events once once i'm able to once i'm able to go back 
if I'm making any sense at all, if I'm just rambling. A little bit. Drink my <laughs> no, I totally get where you're coming from. And I think we're all feeling that. Um, and the, the, you know, there's lights at the end of the tunnel now. And uh, I just hope that uh, the people around us uh, do what needs to be done to ensure that uh, that tunnel isn't extended and the light fades before, you know, we get those vaccines in our arms and, and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, do what you got to do to, to keep safe and wear a mask. At the end of the day, you can only worry about yourself, right? And uh, as frustrating as it is to see, you know, some people railing against it, you you can't control their behavior or their way of thinking and trying to convince them otherwise is just a waste of your time and stresses you out too much uh but what you got to do is just look look forward to what you're going to do after and you know look forward to the live events that that you're going to get to go to look forward to the people you're going to be able to see you know and uh yeah is there any special live event coming up that uh, that may be very specific to you that you're interested in attending in the near future? <laughs> a very specific live event? Are you talking about my wedding? Oh, is that coming up or maybe coming up? <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately. That would well, that'll be a post-pandemic activity though, right? Uh, yeah, more than likely at this point, I think, um, we just don't know when it, when recommendations to, I, I mean, I guess they're not, I guess the domestic travel isn't, um, is, I guess not recommended, but I mean, people still do it. I just, uh. I feel safer not flying my family into province that has some of the highest cases in the country. So eventually it'll happen, but were you referring to something else? No, that's exactly, that's exactly what I was going okay. for. <laughs> okay. I was just thinking of all the things that you've mentioned. There's one in, in particular that has not been mentioned, but yes, no. There's the news to the listeners that maybe don't know Kyle's getting married someday. Never thought someday. it would happen. <laughs> Never thought it would happen, but uh, it okay, is. <laughs> there was also days where I didn't think it was going to happen either. The uh, reminds me of another time as roommates where uh, you had tried to propose to the water cooler and it said no. <laughs> All I was literally doing was bending down and filling my water. And you snapped a pick at the same time. Well, that's your version of the story. <laughs> that's my correct version of the facts. Well, you know what? The awkward part is that I have audio of you asking it to marry you. And all it said was glug, 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 glug. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, not many people know this, but in uh, uh, water cooler uh, language, glug, glug, glug means no so uh, you're doing great carry on yeah <laughs> you know what i can ramble on 
pointlessly about nothing for a long time. And uh, the unfortunate part is that I was really hoping that you and that water cooler would maybe, you know, uh, become a couple um, because it was just so beautiful to see uh, how much you love that thing. And this, uh, this podcast is off the rails already. It's only the second episode. <laughs> well, we don't know what the hell we're doing. You know, we've <laughs> got mean, next to no experience here. That's so. true. But Someday maybe we'll have a polished product, but you know, if we, if we can, uh, you know, make it to year three, that's when I'm holding out hope for us to actually have an idea <laughs> as to what we're doing. But that's a long way down the road. <laughs> it's gonna take us three years to finally find our stride. Maybe, you know how much I love Conan O'Brien, and it took him, uh, I think, that long to find it. Maybe even longer. That's fair. I think uh, there's a joke. I'd have to look into it. Mr. T gave him a necklace, though, on I think it was his seventh anniversary show. And it was a number three. And it was because for, for the first four years, Conan wasn't funny or something. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe someday we'll be getting those numbered chains with uh, Mr. T-like jewelry on it. Hey, if we can get Mr. T as a guest on our podcast, I'd say we we we've done fairly well. <laughs> Good point. Good point. There you go. Is that our first attempt is to try and get Mr. T to talk to us? <laughs> if we can get Mr. T as our first guest for our podcast, uh, I think we, we might, could just retire right there. Yeah, we might actually double our listenership. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we're done. We got dozens. Retiring <laughs> at our peak. That's right. <laughs> can only go up from here. <laughs> Well, I think this has been a good uh, a good chat. Yeah. I think that brings to an end of the week that was. <laughs> or wasn't. That's true. We don't even really know what happened this week. In terms of what? See, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> no clue. Clueless. That's all right. Next week will be better for the podcast, hopefully. Maybe we'll get some... Uh, something here to or somebody here to talk to us that you know will make things more interesting but if not it'll just be us likely just us probably and, just us yeah but uh you know what i think uh, maybe we should look into booking our first guest so uh we'll figure that out and we'll uh we'll use the power of social media to try and get uh somebody to come and talk to us even if it's just uh you know um Ben, who runs the spam account <laughs> that harasses everybody. We'll get him and find out why he does that. <laughs> well, we'll ask somebody some questions. And you know what? If anybody has questions for us, um, I think uh, check out the anchor page because you can send your questions to us and we'll answer them. Ask Kyle uh, what's on his chin because it's not a beard. <laughs> We're not on video, like I said. That's okay. We have a Twitter page, too. We can post a picture. We could, but we won't. Not today. Anyway, that's been the Two Mother Knuckers. Two Mother Knuckers. <laughs> Let's try that again. Anyway, this has been the Two Mother Knuckers podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Kyle. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Later days.
Tuma the Knocker.